And we're back. What's going on, everybody? This is the Cover Band Confidential Podcast, the podcast for cover band musicians and band leaders to learn how to rock more and suck less. Here in Atlanta, Georgia, I'm Adam Johnson. Here in Greensboro, North Carolina, I'm Dan Ray. We're, we're doing it. Here we are. You know, we're it's back to just the two of us. There's a song about that. There is. Bill we Withers. could make it if we tried. Yeah. Yeah. Building castles in the sky. Yeah, just you, just you and me, and you and mm. you and me, mm-hmm. and then the remake with Will Smith and his son. You know, yeah. Anywho, anywho, uh, how's it going? You know, any episode of a podcast that we start out by name checking Bill Withers, I'm good with. So that just has made my week. All right, fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? Um, lots of things are happening all around me. <laughs> things are afoot. <laughs> yes. Um. We uh, we had a late start uh, this evening because uh, my son had to go to urgent care because he may or may not have broken his foot. The X-ray is inconclusive. So things are Either a way, foot. His, yes, indeed. Literally. Um, but his foot is the wrong color and that's not good. So we had to get that looked at. <sighs> Don't recommend. And then um, some interesting uh, advancements in career have kind of popped up and I'm still trying to navigate that. Are, is there news about that? No. Uh, okay. I, I was supposed to have an interview today. That interview got bumped to next week, which actually to me feels like a good sign and not a bad one that, um, you know, they're not really in a huge rush, but something cool may be happening. Is this and, for the um, opportunity that you and I've been talking about that you're probably not ready to talk about on the pod? Yes, okay. it is. I, you um, don't know this, but I secretly sent a, ref, a referral, a reference, a work reference. Shut you, you sly dog. I, know, I did it. I did. I you did. truly shouldn't have, but thank you for that. Yeah, anyway. absolutely. Um, I, I don't, I don't want to give it away or, you know, put any cart before any horse, but the, uh, the long story short is that, um, this opportunity may mean that I end up being in the content creation, uh, industry as a, as a full-time thing and yeah. not doing it as a, as a, as a fun hobby. So. Could be, could be, could be cool. Listen, do what you love, and you'll never work a day in your life. That's not true. Because no, I've, not. I've had, I've had really great jobs, and I've, I've played music as my job, and it always, whatever is your job feels like your job. I get it. I get it. You know, on on that note, you know, things that feel like a job, we gotta, we gotta do some housekeeping. Let's do it. The first thing is we need to go and read a new review. Here we go. Um. Here's the deal, guys and gal. Um, <laughs> makes me laugh every read, time. I like that. Yeah. We have read a review every single week. And um, while we have lots of five-star reviews, the written reviews um, are, are a little bit less than that. So if you are listening to this on a platform that allows rating, please give us a rating. And if it allows you to write a review, please do that as well. Because this is the last written review that I've got. And uh, I've been holding off on it because it's not great. Wait, wait, wait. So we're at the bottom of the barrel now. You're saying that? Yes. Okay. So this is this is one of those weird ones where it's a four star review, but it's not nice. Huh. We've had we had one that was a one star review that was super nice. Right. He then fixed that. This he did. one. Yeah. I don't think this guy's this guy's not gonna not gonna fix this one. Oh. Okay. So this one was from um, May of last year. It was a four star review. It says Adam is great. Dan question mark insufferable <laughs> yeah well not the first time yeah 
Uh, he wraps up with not much more to say. Love Adam, but Dan is just beyond terrible. I'm hanging on, hoping Dan moves on. Mm. Sorry, just being honest. Well, I, it's not, it's not, he's not wrong. First of all, let's just say that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I have not moved on. Apparently I have nothing else to do with myself. So uh, my deepest apologies, deepest for not having moved on by now. This is yeah. May of last year. Yes. Coming up on a year old, this, this review. Yeah. Sorry, Bob pig 68, but, um, Dan's not going anywhere. Yeah. Bob pig six pig 68. Bob pick like a guitar pick. Oh, or like picking your nose. Let's go with or that other one. crevices. Yeah. 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 There you go. There you go. Well, Bob pick 68, your opinion, of course, is the important thing. So I uh, regret my insufferableness. <laughs> it's, well, it's like, it's like, uh, like Joey from friends says it's a moo point. It's the opinion of a cow. It's like a cow's opinion. It's moo. It's moo. So if you'd like to be featured uh, saying something super mean to Dan, you can do that by leaving us a review. We will read it on the uh, on the podcast. Yeah, bring it. I can take it. Even the crappy ones, we're, we're going to read those. Yeah. Um, you know, just want to reiterate, if you would like to support us in other ways, there's lots of ways of doing that. Uh, the easiest thing for you to do is to just, when you're listening to this on your mobile device, just take a little snapshot of it on your uh, on your phone and share it to social media. Uh, tag the show, tag the hosts. If there's a guest, tag them. Uh, that's a really great way to kind of raise awareness with your immediate network. And then there's, of course, things like Patreon and PayPal if you want to throw us a couple of bucks for uh, all of this high quality, just schmaltz we're just laying out there. And look, if you want to take to the comments to defend me, you know, against Bob Pig 61, sorry, Pick 61, um, you know, do what you got to do. Or, you know, if you're feeling like it's it's a little uneven and you really got, you need to come oh. for me, then, you know. <laughs> Oh, more power to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. And that was four stars on the strength of your quality. I mean, that feels pretty good. I bet it I'm does. I'm not going to lie. I bet it does. Yeah, no, I'm, 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 uh, I'm not jealous. I feel like I've been hitting, two, yeah, for all the five stars, I'm, I'm hitting like two and a half stars, but this is like- Full on yours. This is four no, you full earned stars. all four of those stars. I cost us one. If this was star search, I would have won. True. Because you get four stars. Epic oh. Man would have, I would have gotten, moved on to the finals. I've told a story about this that I think maybe I should retell. We, I used to be in a band that did it like a karaoke thing, like a couple times a set, we'd bring somebody up. We mm-hmm. had a guy come up and do the wait by the band with us and was phenomenal. Unbelievable. Unbelievable yeah. voice. And uh, it turned out later, he was a regular at their karaoke, their DJ karaoke nights. And he was a season winner on Star Search by Ed McMahon in like 86 or something. And, uh, you know, like a generation later, he'd have been an American Idol, but now he was a karaoke guy at, in High Point, North Carolina. So just be born at the wrong time, I think, is 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 the, the advice not to do. Just make sure that you are <laughs> going to be on TV when it matters. Paul Longden in the long, uh, in the uh, live stream said that Dan is the Chuck D to Adam's Flavor Flav, which I resent because <laughs> Chuck D was the one with all of the uh, all of the substance Flavor Flav was just the uh, was just the hype man, mm. but uh, you know, we'll take what we can get. Maybe that's that's the burn. Maybe that's the meanest thing I'll hear about myself today is that I'm the Flavor Flav of this podcast. Let's give me a big clock. Yeah, it's the clock is really the crucial part. Hey, let's turn this negative into a positive. Let's right. talk about good things. Um, we f- I finally did get uh, all of the donations wrapped up and donate and sent that donation onto mm. Songs for Kids uh, this past week. We uh, we gave them over three hundred dollars. Sweet. Um, you know, all that money is going to help kids in hospitals get 
live music. And also uh, they have a, uh, they have a facility in the Atlanta area where uh, kids can come in and they do music lessons and production lessons and that kind of thing. So all of that money went to a great cause. If that is something that you guys are interested in continuing to do, uh, we would love to partner with them again. So um, just hit us up coverbandconfidential at gmail.com, or uh, you can just send stuff to the PayPal link, which is going to be in the show notes um, and just put songs for kids or SFK in the, uh, in the, in the notification, uh, when it is sent and we will make sure that it goes there. So very cool. Now let's talk about other exciting things. So we've been kind of teasing that like, Ooh, we have this interview and Oh, we can't talk about it. Well, I reached out to the person that, <laughs> that the interview is with, and we got the date locked down, which is going to be, uh, March 11th. And I was like, would you like us to promote this before it goes out? And, uh, their response was, yeah, make this as big of a deal as humanly possible. Cool. So, cool. um, guys, this is, this is huge. So, um, on March 11th, we are going to be interviewing Jennifer Batten. And if that name doesn't ring a bell, um, the people that she's played with definitely will. Mm -hmm. uh, she is most well known for being the guitar player for uh, a couple of artists. Uh, one of them being Jeff Beck and the other one being Michael Jackson. Um, so if you saw Michael Jackson play perform at the, uh, at the Super Bowl that year, she was there yep. and, um, she was, she was, uh, his main guitar player for, I think 10 years, uh, through like the bad touring cycle and all of that. Actually fun fact, uh, another person who was on that tour was a young Sheryl Crow mm. who was, uh, the, one of his background singers and did the, uh, the duet, the, I just can't stop loving you duet. That was the two yep. of them on that tour. So yep. Yeah, so if you ever wondered like who Jeff Beck would hire to play guitar, this is who. That's a good This is who. Yeah. Yeah. And, and um the whole premise behind that interview is that she's got a symposium coming up uh with some other great guitar players including um you know other guys that we that you guys have heard of like Pete Thorne um talking about how do you land these kinds of gigs and you know the the ethos of what she wanted to talk about and like kind of what we're about really lines up, you know, what it takes to, uh, to get these big gigs and how do you approach learning that kind of material. And all of those things are completely like congruous with playing in cover bands. Absolutely. And the, the, the funny thing is that she actually reached out to us, yeah. uh, because she, 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 uh, sent me a message and said that she had started a, a cover band in, um, in Portland where she lives yeah. and, uh, just wanted to get some tips. So she found us. It wasn't the other way around. I, this one completely fell on our laps. It's I'm totally blown away. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, but she know, wanted to, be... she wanted to tour less. She wanted to stay off the road. And so she started a cover band. Yeah. Very cool. There you go. Interesting. Let's, let's talk about that. Right. Yeah. So, uh, be on the lookout for that interview coming out in a couple of weeks. Uh, but in general, just super, super excited. Yeah. So, uh, I think that, I mean, that covers all of the things that, uh, that I, you know, Wanted to cover before we get into, I guess the the meat of the uh, the conversation. I got some gear stuff we can talk about, but that can wait okay. for a little bit later. Okay. Cool. Well, listen, I don't know what it's feeling like in your neck of the woods, Adam, or any of our listeners. You know, various necks of the various woods. Um, but around here, it's starting to feel like we see the light at the end of the tunnel, and um, you know, vaccines are happening and all of that's going on. And um, this week, actually, effective. As we record this, it's Thursday tomorrow. On 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 tomorrow, um, yes. The curfew will be lifted to 10 p.m. There's been like an eight o'clock curfew for places that sell liquor. Um, indoor service for 
bars, and sporting venues will be allowed at 30% capacity. It's been shut down entirely. They can only serve outside. Um, but indoor capacity is now opening up up to a certain headcount limit or a 30% capacity, whichever is lower. Um, and it's just starting to feel like maybe we're, maybe we're headed toward the end of this thing. And um, it's a good time, I think, for us to talk about what it's going to take to emerge butterfly-like from our chrysalis of the last year. Um, what do you, know, you think? Well, I mean, I can only talk about me personally. It's going to take something. My band has not. We've seen each other with instruments in hand once in the last year. And, um, and that was a lot of fun and messy. <laughs> I would not put that on stage. Um, but we're all pretty good at what we do. And I feel like if a couple, three rehearsals, we'll probably have our feedback under us. Um, now, meanwhile, personally, I have been dealing with this tendonitis thing in my elbow ever since Thanksgiving ish. And, um, and it's getting better. It's that I, 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 I shouted out this, um, guitarist tendonitis cure, the website right. thing a few weeks ago. And I've been doing his thing, which involves um, some uh, very particular stretches and a very particular regimen of supplements and, and, and uh, nutraceuticals and various things. I'm taking 2000 um, uh, IUs of vitamin D in a drop form here every day and uh, some magnesium and a couple of forms of B vitamin. It's a bunch of things because he asserts that basically if you are a human, you are deficient in these things and um, that hurts your tendons in ways, whatever. Um, and then the, the really crucial part is ice, ice bath, ice dipping. So I've been dipping my arms, both of them, because he says if it's happening in one arm, you're just not feeling it yet in the other, but the same problems are happening. Um, uh, in a bus tray of ice water and it's miserable. It's like the worst thing yeah. that can happen to you. Uh, but it is, seems to be helping. Um, so then the question is, well, let's say I get that under control. The proof will be in the pudding about that. Can I play a three hour gig with my right elbow doing what it does come home, ice it and wake up in the morning with my arm, not trying to fall off. And, um, the only way to know that is to do it. So I actually have yeah. scheduled a, uh, live stream for tomorrow. I, I'm not going to do it just sitting here <laughs> practicing. I don't practice like that. I should, but I don't. What I need to do is have like an, an event with people watching me and, you know, get back into that. Um, so I scheduled a two hour live stream my, for tomorrow. Um, I'll probably share it in the Facebook group. My plan yeah. is to play as long as I physically can. And then okay. ice and take care of myself, do my stretches, do everything I'm supposed to do, and then see what it's like in the morning. And so it's kind of an experiment. Um, I've been rehearsing for it some because with this thing going on, I there have been months in a row I haven't touched a guitar, which is like first time in my life I've said that since I was probably 12. Um, but it's true. And so, yeah, get, kind of getting my feet under me is, is a is – a, it's very much in my mind right now because it's um, – I, my experience right now is that my feet are very much not under me and it's going to take something. So that's kind of what I'm looking at as, you know, as um, – you know, if, <clears throat> if one of my venues called me up today and said, hey, we got a gig this week, I couldn't take it. I couldn't mm. take it. I could maybe do a show with Taylor, the acoustic duo that I, that I do, um, but I'm not sure I could play guitar for three hours straight at this moment. 
Um, not with my elbow being the way it is. And so I got to experiment with that. I got to stretch my time. I got to build my chops back up. Um, and I suspect, I mean, I'm dealing with something kind of particular there, but I'm willing to bet that a lot of people in our business kind of are looking at this reopening and feeling something similar. Like what's it going to, I I've done it a lot, but it's been a while and I'm not quite sure what it's going to look like to get myself physically and, and, you know, mentally, I suppose back there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, the, the, the thing that we all have to consider is, you know, the, the physicality of performance, yeah. um, is something that, um, you know, it is lost on, on the young and, uh, <laughs> For becomes sure. much, much, much more apparent as, uh, as you age. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say that, for all of the concerns that I have had, any opportunity that arose, I was able to handle yeah. and didn't feel like I was, I was overdoing it or, you know, I felt it more in like my knees and my ankles than I did my hands or my throat. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I did all that. I, I will say the first time that I played acoustic, um, it was, a, it was an acoustic duo show. I got hand cramps real bad in my fret hand and I've never had that before. Um, or, or since, to be fair, it might've been just a total one-off, but it felt much like, man, I'm out of shape. I'm just out of shape. So I had that happen at that one wedding I did in Alabama, but mm. when we did the, the trio gig, um, a month or so ago, hands were fine. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know if it was the, the guitar I was playing or, you know, any of the other conditions that were there, but, uh, it, it all worked out. And actually I've been really impressed with just my vocal stamina in general. Like, I don't feel like I've really lost much. Um, but I do, I, I try to sing as much as I can and, sure. you know, keep those things, keep those things as limber as possible. Um, I did actually, uh, get a mix back for a vocal cover that, um, hopefully we'll put out on the, um, the Facebook page. And I wanted to throw that out there for anybody who's, um, who's listening. Um, you know, the YouTube channel is currently mostly just content like this. And then like supplementary stuff about gear and stuff is seeing us make music, something that you are remotely interested in or, or not, um, you know, let us know, uh, shoot us an email or, or drop a, drop a line. Um, don't want to necessarily muddy the waters. There's definitely other avenues where I could share those things. But, um, if you want to <laughs> see if your fearless host can put their money where their mouth is, yeah. uh, that's also valid. Uh, <coughs> so yeah, just wanted to throw that out there as well. Yeah. And if you want to tune into my live stream tomorrow and laugh, hey. <laughs> feel free. It's all entertainment. That's right. Good or bad. Yeah. So, you know, you, you raise a good point about the, the physical side of getting back out into performing. Um, I don't feel like I'm dealing with that as much. I'm dealing much more with the psychological mm. side of that. Um, in my particular case, uh, my father is, um, is, is, has been in cancer treatments for a, a, a couple of years at this point. It's not, I know it sounds serious. And when I say that it's not serious, I'm not trying to diminish what is going on. He just happens to have um, a certain kind of cancer that is treatable. And so he does his regular treatments and it, it doesn't adversely affect him. And um, it's not going away, but it's not going to be the thing that does him in is, is the way that his doctor put it. But it does make him, uh, it does put him in the uh, immunocompromised category mm. and him getting sick is, is super serious. Um, he, I believe is on track to get, 
the vaccine in the next week or two. My mom Good. is going to be kind of close behind that. Uh, we did find out this week that Amber's dad, who also has some pretty serious health issues, uh, has contracted COVID and is currently going through it right now. Mm. Um, so there's just like, it's kind of all around me at this current, you know, at, at this point, And I don't, I don't feel comfortable performing right now. Right. And, um, you know, it's always been about risk to myself, but, you know, also taking into account the risk that I am uh, exposing other people to, right. uh, including my immediate family, which, um, kind of, I, I think puts me in a, in a, in a different spot than most people. Um, but it's something that I'm, I'm, I'm struggling with if I'm being perfectly honest. Sure. Sure. You know, we've been getting inquiries, uh, about stuff. One of them, like in, in March, like about a month away, um, I I don't know how I feel about it. I don't know how how I'm going to feel about it um if it if it comes through or not. So, it's yeah. just it's been it's it's hard. And I I don't think there's a right answer. I feel like everybody's kind of coming at it from a different angle. For and- sure there's not. No, for sure there's not. You know, one thing that you and I um uh, I detected a difference in our in our attitudes recently, just in the last week, I think. Um yeah. I there there've been times I have felt like if I performed, I was putting my audience at risk or I was setting a bad example. Um, and, and I think just this last week, I mentioned that to you and you're like, well, people get to choose. They can come or not. And that's, that's, you know, they're big people. And yeah, it's just a, you know, equally valid view that was just not, (laughs) not the one that I had. It was interesting, but you know, it it highlights that everybody's, everybody's own risk tolerance and everybody's own position about it is going to be different. And, you know, we've been saying that from the beginning to some extent. Yeah, and you know, the the conversation came up because you know it, in Georgia, like Georgia specifically, is is basically open. Mm-hmm. So if you want to play an indoor gig to a bunch of people, it's out there, right? And there are plenty of people who have decided that it, they're not concerned about it and they're going to go. And then there's musicians who decided that they're not concerned about it and they're going to play. And you know, there's some of them that are getting blowback, and a lot of them just aren't, right? And you know, in my particular opinion, if I chose to perform um, and people came to that show, I I wouldn't feel like I was um, exposing anybody that was there to something mm-hmm. um, because they they were, you know, if you go to a venue to see live music and you choose to not wear a mask, like those are things that I have absolutely no control over. Right. I have control over my immediate space, what I choose to do or choose not to do. And, you know, whether what I'm doing is affecting the people around me the closest, um, everything outside of my control, I, I can't, I can't be concerned with. Yeah. Yeah. No, I fully get it. And it's completely valid. Um, and, um, and, you know, we were talking to, talking to Mike this week too, who's like, you know, he's in a different place than either of us and yeah. equally valid. And, and, and the other thing is that, um, we're starting to see like, I don't know about you, but around here, there've been a couple of venues and house parties and things like that where some video has come out of people being all close up and not in masks. And, you know, people are posting this in, in outrage and, um, uh, you know, shaming, uh, of that, which, um, yeah, I don't know. The, the thing is like the choice about how you behave is very personal and very local, but outrage exports fast. Right. So 
<laughs> you, you, you know, it, it becomes a PR question for bands like us about whether you're going to be sure. subject to that or, 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 or if you're going to sort of make some policy that heads off the risk of, of PR problems. Yeah. Um, but, you know, again, to come back kind of full circle back to where we started, sort of feels like maybe month, two months, three months, probably not a month, but two, three, maybe four. Maybe this whole thing's obsolete. Maybe we're done. Yeah. I mean, as of today, I think the, the Johnson & Johnson single dose vaccine uh, may be getting FDA approval this weekend. Very shortly, yeah. Which, you know, that puts three different vendors doing you know, this kind of work, yep. you know, it could expedite the process. You know, they were saying, you know, the majority of the population could have been vaccinated by the end of the summer. You know, maybe that makes that earlier. My personal opinion is, is that as soon as things warm up and they stay warm, I think, I think it's game on for the majority of, of bands and performers yeah. and venues and everything. Yeah. Once, once outdoor performing and shows are comfortable, um, especially as the numbers are, continuing to decline even, even without, you know, the impact of mass vaccine, uh, uh, yeah. you know, adoption, whatever, um, adoption is not the word, you know what I mean? Vaccination. Yes. Um, you know, it just kind of feels like that's where we're headed. So, yeah. so that's, that's all great. And it kind of, it, it and it, it raises these questions about what it's going to take to be what I was a year ago. Well, and, and, you know, at the end of the day, Every band and every artist and every performer is just going to have to make the make the call. Yep, I'm going to start performing now, and then just do it. Yeah, and when it's you know, well, oh. although <laughs> there is this like sales pressure, right? Am I missing out on opportunities by holding off for another month? Right? Um, does that cost me my, you know, that plum spot I had back in 2019? Um, so it, it, I, I'd like it to be just that my own personal view is what I, you know, the, my North star that I go by. There are also like business factors involved. Yeah. Um, I've, I have decided that I'm not going to concern myself with the business I'm quote unquote losing Yeah. by choosing to sit things out right now. Yeah. I am confident in our product and in, you know, what we can offer uh, enough to to know that um, any gig that we turn down, another one will turn up. And whether this, whether this is the year where things bounce back to the way they were, or yeah. if this is still another kind of like ramp year, I mean, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, I am in, I, I, I am looking at this business uh, in the long view and not really concerned about uh, picking up anything that I can get right this second. It's completely fair. And you know, the reality is we built our businesses before and we'll do it again. So, and I don't, I, I don't think we are losing as much ground as people think. Yeah. I think that, I, I think that for, for those bands who, you know, were risk of, who were not risk averse and were able to make, make their way in, I think that they're going to do better because they've, they've had the opportunity to kind of get out there and um, it was kind of an unprecedented opportunity for bands just getting started to yeah. get, you know, get some performances in That's right. and get established in a lot of these venues. Um, you know, whether that holds when the rest of the bands start playing out, you know, that remains to be seen. Yeah. Um, you know, we were never really like a club band anyway. 
Uh, we might do once one or two a quarter, just kind of uh, drum up business for the private events. But you know, we'll get out there at some point, and you know, we'll just have to see. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy in the live stream just uh, posted. Said we've been right. playing a little since in July. Uh, very first indoor gig we played, we caught it. We all got sick. So after we recovered from that, we thought, why not go for it? And we've uh, since then just held out for top shelf money. Smart. I mean, it's if if it if it happens, it happens, and. You know, if you do get sick, then you've got the antibodies at least for a little while. So it's called leverage in some worlds, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's, yeah. uh, that's just smart. That's what I call that. Props to Mike dropping into the live stream as always, well. Always, always. So in other news, I have sold so much crap, Dan. Awesome. So bass rig's gone. Drums are gone. Mixer's gone. Literally, like, uh, I, I, I had two broken Sega Game Gears. They're both gone. <laughs> what did you get for a broken Sega Game Gear? $40. Sweet. The only thing I have left is I've got a mixer and, like, a, like an Akai drum pad and a couple of just odds and ends. Kind of and then I'm going to start going through the stuff I like. What's the mixer? Um, uh, it's just a, it's a PV6, which is just a little six-channel power, not a power mixer, just a PV, just small profile mixer. Yep. Don't really have a use for it, but yeah. Somebody will. So what I've decided to do is I, I was going to start buying some stuff. So I did. Um, I bought the uh, I bought two RF Venue Distro 4s, um, which is a uh, an antenna distributor for wireless microphones. Uh, I put that in the rack uh, this week, and uh, I am dropping a video on YouTube tomorrow talking about what it does and how it does it. and putting it in and why you should get one too. Um, so th- be on the lookout for that. If you're not already subscribed to the YouTube channel, you absolutely should. Um, we could use the subs closer. We get to a thousand. Uh, we get a whole bunch of fun new toys that uh, we don't have currently. So uh, be sure to check that out. Also, if you're interested, <laughs> if you see the video and you think that it's a cool idea or it's a product that you're interested in, I bought two of them so <laughs> I can sell you one. <laughs> nice. And it's like mint. It's like literally like perfect. It's never been in Iraq. You should absolutely buy it for me. Very good. Um, so, and then the other thing is that I got a new uh, splitter snake. Okay. Which I'm also very excited about. So I'll be offloading um, the splitter that we've got now. But the one that I'm getting is a bit more um, kind of robust, heavy duty. And it has a detachable multi-pin fan, which means that um, I don't have to carry around uh, a 20-foot fan for uh a front of house rig or like a like a sub like a sub inlet for uh for like a big stage or or a venue uh for not using it uh which again keeps things cleaner in the back of the rack uh which is really what this is all about uh in this particular case once i get that um i i think i've got uh i need to get like a two or three space drawer and i think i'm done for a while cool but it'll be like Fully operational, like good to go. A fully operational battle station. Yeah, I mean, the only other thing I could get is is an antenna combiner for the in ears. Um, it's just it's a lot of money right now, and so I'm holding off on that. Uh, the rest of this might be going into finishing the build out for this basement, so I don't have to use a green screen. I can just like be in a room. Nice. Um, I, I just did a radon test in this room. I'm hoping that the levels aren't too high. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm, I've been slowly poisoning myself yeah. uh, every single week. So hopefully that comes out good. And if it doesn't, I will be you know, having to do some sort of mitigation down here. Yeah, what do you do about radon? 
you have to put there's like a there there are like radon mitigation systems that you can put in. They're apparently huh. really expensive. Can't wait. Okay, that's exciting. But it's apparently everywhere, and it's colorless and tasteless, and it right. gives you lung cancer. Yeah, no, it's just bad. It's just there's nothing good about radon. Cool, cool beans. Well, that's all I got. Me too. New gear and um, lights at the new end opportunities, of and yeah, we're all getting there. Sounds good. Uh, guys, thanks again for tuning in. I uh, want to thank Paul and Mike and Jimmy and Doug and all the guy, everybody who uh, tuned in on the live stream. Uh, if you like what you hear, share us with your friends. We could use more friends. What in this current situation? Who who couldn't? You call, know, call us names in comments on the uh, Facebook or the podcast platform of your choice. Uh, Nathan, uh, my drummer also said that members only selling their drummers kit also. <laughs> hmm, Cause he's going full electronic. Well, he's, he's looking to get like, I think he's kind of consolidating. He had a, he had like a vintage kit and a couple of other just odds and ends. And he's like really nice home kit, you know, perfect live kit, electronic kit. Mm. And that's what he's looking to do. That's good. So. That's good. He's been hanging out with Casey Cooper, that Cooper drummer. Okay. Well, I mean, he's, he's like the pro guy. So, you know, if you want drums in this area, he's the guy to know. So anywho, uh, once again, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, if you want to support us in any other way, you can do that by doing the stuff that Dan's about to tell you. If that is all that there is, I will go ahead and call for this week from Atlanta, Georgia. I'm Adam Johnson from Greensboro, North Carolina. I'm Dan Ray. You've been listening to the cover band confidential podcast episode 142. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure. Have a great week. Thank you so much for tuning into our podcast. If you want to help us, be sure to share us with your friends, follow us on social media, and if you haven't already, please leave a review for us on the podcast platform of your choice. Facebook.com slash CoverBandConfidential, Instagram at CoverBandConfidential, and Twitter at CoverBandConfid. If you have any questions, please email us at CoverBandConfidential at gmail.com and consider supporting us on Patreon, Patreon.com slash CoverBandConfidential. And for more info, check out www.CoverBandConfidential.com.